0: So you're god of the comic book multiverse. Now I'm podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. You, you jumped the gun there a bit. No, I didn't. I, I wasn't even done saying. Normally we have that gap that I, I edit out. Oh. I know. Well, look at that. Now you don't have to this week. And we're... And here's a kitty. Oh, kitty. Yeah, I moved into the new apartment, so there are no cat sounds. That is my roommate's cat. Oxy. Oh, she's kitty. she's a fantastic cat. She agrees. And this week we're covering... Star Trek Green Lantern, The Spectrum War. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> the cat is very impressed. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're covering Star Trek Green Lantern, The Spectrum War... Which was a mini-series written by Mike Johnson, with art by Angel Hernandez, colors by Alejandro Sanchez, letters by Neil Yutake, and we're covering this because tonight we're going to see Star Trek 3, that movie that most of us all forgot was coming out until about two weeks ago. But it stars the director of Fastest and the Furiouses. Yeah. Justin Lin. Yeah. Oh, I like him, but I, I honestly, like, I forgot this movie was coming out until, I think it was X-Men is when I saw the trailer in theaters for the first time. I was like, oh yeah, okay. there's another one of those coming out. Yeah. I didn't like two.
1: But yeah. I liked one, well,
0: so I'm hoping this will be good. Yeah. Well, two was 9-11 Conspiracies. Yeah. Written by a guy who believes in 9-11 Conspiracies. <laughs> that cat. It's a fantastic cat. You're the kiddiest of cats. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Who needs a belly rub? She does. <laughs> oh. So uh one of the blue guardians is trying to flee no, no, with a no, bunch of on. spectrums. We... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My notes aren't that bad. No, no. See, I figured we need to explain. About Greg Lantern. Well, I didn't see what you... Yeah. Sorry, you ready? Give me a beat. For those unfamiliar with the Green Lantern story, here it is with a summary... There was a green ring that was fueled by Will with one major rule, you cannot kill. But it was also weak to the color yellow, and poor space cops, they were kind of mellow. One day, an alien crashed on and he died, which is the anti-burn. His ring went to a Jordan named Hal, and a big part of his life. <laughs> he keeps changing the being <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh... Also, a note should be made. This takes place in the Star Trek new movie universe with Chris Pines and Zachary Quintos. I think that's how all of them are now. Yeah. Uh, If you need to know about the Greg Lantern Rings, he joined the Lantern Corps to defend space, but then his pal Sinestro went and turned face. He formed his own corps with a yellow thing, powered not by will but from (laughs) fear And then more rings started to appear, and the big bad netrons started to come near. Red was anger, blue was hope, and there were more. Or green, which had one member. But that was a bad <laughs> rhyme. I... Yeah, you did. Indigo was about compassion, I think, and sapphire was love, but really it was pink. Then Necfron appeared, the lantern of death, but he was stopped by the white lantern's breath, and the day was saved, but the groups broke apart, and that's sort of where the story will start. Someone had too much time on their hands last night. (laughs) I wrote this two days ago. Fine, someone had way too much time on their hand two days ago. (laughs) Word. By that song on Bandcamp? And yeah, or or it could be a backer bonus, and you can also buy it on Bandcamp. There we go. We probably do have enough stuff for a good multiverse Q sings album now. That's uh, that's actually not not wrong. <laughs> 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 the stars were trekking out in space. Spock was the last of his race, and by race I mean he was Vulcan human hybrid, which meant he got picked on as a kid. You, were, you you reached a little bit at that last one. I'm freestyling, And here. by reached, I mean actually you're a little short. You needed one more. You know, I'm freestyling, and at least I'm better than, uh... What's-her-face, Australian white rapper? Iggy Azalea? Yeah, yeah. I like Iggy Most I just like... She's really shit what's at freestyling, free though. Oh, probably. I enjoy fancy. And, yeah, well, you enjoy the Weird Al parody. No, I should enjoy her version okay. a bit more. Okay. But you already know Yep. Yeah. So, we start off with Ganthit, one of the guardians of the universe, who are the blue people who normally run the Greg Lanterns, running across the now-dead Greg Lantern planet of Mogo with a set of Lantern Corps rings, minus the green one pursued by Necron, who had killed most of the rest of the universe, because Necron is death. And as Nektron gets closer, he's able to teleport out into the uh, Star Trek movie universe, or one like it. Where the crew is heading to Nadel 16, a rogue planet. And when Kirk, Spock, Uhura, and Zara, the other member, get to the planet, they find Gantet's skeleton and the rings. And I like here how Spock... Like, points out that going to the planet with the captain and the first officer is not a good idea. And Kirk's like, screw you, we're the faces of this series. We all have to be present at all times. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, well, except for Zara. Which, force member. fun fact, guys, doesn't die. Yeah. Red well, shirt makes it back to the ship and well, won't pee. Well, she's wearing one of the gray new suits. It's true. So, she's not technically a red shirt. Which, oh man, I was laughing so hard <laughs> one of the scenes later, speaking of red shirts. But we'll get to that mm-hmm. part. And uh, so they bring the corpse back to Dr. McCoy, also known as Bones. You didn't, you didn't even say what the corpse was. We totally skipped that part. No, I said Gant Skeleton earlier. Did we? I don't think so. I have very specific notes that I'm reading. And so McCoy gets the skeleton and Scotty ends up getting... The rings along with his weird Broccoli Rockman Seer. Mm-hmm. Also, big credit to the colorist for adding the right amount of lens flare to all the colors on these pages. Oh, hell yeah. Like, it, it looks like... Like, all the characters actually look like the actors, which is good. Yeah. Uh, but anyways... And not in the way that's too much. What do you mean by too much? There was, the, there was a little bit of a complaint at this beginning of the Star Wars run that he worked so hard at making them look identical to the actors that it made, it took away from the comics it didn't make it look like, look like a comic. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I can see that. So Scotty goes to bathe the rings and attack Yan Field because, sure, and a light ends up flashing. And meanwhile, back on the bridge, a Klingon warbird shows up, cap- captained <laughs> by General Chang, who wants to kill Kirk because he wants his own glory. Meanwhile, in the engineering, the rings explode out, disabling the shield that the ship has as a green field of energy envelops the Enterprise. Meanwhile, the yellow ring of fear goes to Chang, while the blue ring of hope goes to Chekhov, the star sapphire ring goes to Uhura, and the indigo ring of compassion goes to Bones, as Kirk and Spock look out to see Hal Jordan waiting in space. So we start off with Chang exploding from his ship into space as Hal tries to get answers. Well, like Chekhov and Uhura are like, oh, we got these rings. And it turns out that because Chekhov is the blue rings of hope and they're normally about, like, powering up the other lanterns, he's able to keep the ship running. Mm Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Chang is learning how to wield his ring, and that's when Hal Jordan goes to face him. Meanwhile, on the planet Gorner the home of the Gorns, you know, the lizard dudes who threw those rocks at Kirk. Yep, two Gorns, Glokon and Garon, discuss Glokon taking power from his family, and he is then chosen by the Red Ring of Rage. Back at the ship, Hal is getting his butt handed to him, so Chekhov ends up powering the ship's blasters, allowing Hal to get back to the ship so they can all escape. Meanwhile, on Romulus, home of the... Romulans, mm-hmm. who are like the Vulcans, except worse, they're debating about expanding more into space, and there's this one dude, Praetor Death Decius? Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to... That's Praetor. Praetor Decius! Who wants to fuck nobility and get everything. Well, yeah, because for those of you who may or may not have seen the first of the Star Trek movies, you kind of had some parallel time-jumping Romulans who kind of destroy the planet Vulcan. Yeah. So was kind of pissed about Thanks, that. Thanks, Judge Dredd. Yep. It wasn't Judge Dredd. It yeah, was Carl Urban. Nope. Was the Hulk. Carl Urban is Bones. Oh, okay. No, the Hulk is actually the... Is Wait, the which one Hulk? Is, which Hulk? It's Eric Bana, the the shitty one that, like, no, ever wants to talk about. Oh, okay. Corre- correction, not the Hulk, just Hulk. Okay. In between fighting his Hulk poodles. <laughs> Oh, that movie. Yeah, that one. That one. <laughs> uh. yeah, so that Romulan, yeah, so that Romulan becomes the Orange Lantern. Because he wants to be Mr. Spiffy, who wants to go and conquer everything, and he decides to kill all the well, other no, members. No, he doesn't do that yet. He doesn't do that yet. Fine. Because first they kick him out, and that's when he gets the ring. Oh, like, yes, my Yep. So back of the ship, Hal comes in, and he's trying to figure things out, and Kirk explains what happened so far. And McCoy shows up to let us know that Scotty is fine, but we don't hear about Kinsir at all. Nope. Kinsir is fantastic. Meanwhile, on the planet Kronos, Shang returns and kills all the other clan counselors. And he's all ready to assume rule. And that's when Sinestro shows up and he's like, no, nah, no. Nah, Eat my a dick, ring. I'm Sinestro. <laughs> yeah, my ring, my core, my rules. And back on the ship, how Jordan is discussing the last light, which was the move that Ganthet used to escape the universe by ripping a hole into his universe, which pulled in every surviving lantern into the universe. And what gets me is that they somehow didn't expect the Black Lantern of Death, Necron, who is like the personification of death, except he isn't really the he isn't the personification of death. He's more of, like, anti-life, but he's not related to the anti-life equation. Pretty much he's an evil zombie man, and I guess yeah. what I'm saying is he kills people, and the people he he's kills... He's a bad lantern, so... He kills people, and the people he kill get up and kill. Yep. Get that... No. You get that reference? The people they kill get up and kill. No. Dawn of the Dead. Oh. No. It's been a while since I've seen that. It's fun. <laughs> but unlike the killbots, they do not have a preset kill limit. Yep. Yeah. Did you get my reference? No. Bam! Look at that Futurama Re- reference. Re- it's how Captain Zach Branigan defeats the evil killbots by knowing they had a preset kill limit, he sent wave after wave of his own men. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back on Gornar, home of the Gorns, uh, Glocon, dis- Glocon is going mad with the power of the Red Ring. He ends up killing his dad, and then Atrocitus shows up and he smacks him around. And Garen, who didn't get killed, is like, Hey, uh, Atrocitus dude, you're-, you're bleeding red death plasma. So let's all like work together here, because Garen is smart. Mm-hmm. Then, back on Romulus, that's when Decius kills everyone in the Senate and then resurrects them as Orange Lantern Constructs, but then Larfleeze shows up with the Orange Lantern battery, and he is pleased to see what is going on, and here's the thing about Larfleeze, what is he supposed to be? I thought he was like a lizard dude, but here he looks like a fuzzy dog man. Yeah, I don't know what he's supposed to be. Most of the artists don't seem to know also, what he's Also, let's to all be. be real for a second, though. Wirefleet is good for you for having the Orange Lantern power battery around with you at all times. Well, he always carries that around with him. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't need Greg Lanterns. Yeah, well, there's only one Orange Lantern at a time where there's only supposed to be because oh. they get mad out of power. Remember that time former DC... President Lex Luthor was an Orange Lantern. I well, I was going to say. That's why I wasn't sure if there was more than one Orange Lantern because or I knew that Lex was one at one point in time. hmm
1: So meanwhile,
0: Chekhov is having fun with his ring, and that's when star Sapphire Carol Ferrer shows up with the blue... You skipped another part. You've still not talked about the part right before where Chang oh, oh, and okay. Sinestro decide to have so a cool, cool epic team-up and be like, Yo, I'll totally help you, Chang, conquer all the galaxy. But you're gonna have to help pay me back what I ask you to. Yes. AK, we're gonna murder Hal Jordan. And after that is when Chekhov ends up running into Star Sapphire, Carol Mm -hmm. Ferris, who shows up with the Blue Lantern leader, St. Walker, who's currently unconscious. Meanwhile, the Red Lanterns attack the USS Constellation, destroying it. And back on the ship, Bones has stabilized St. Walker, and Carol reveals that Necron arrived. ...in the Star Trek universe and has reached the remains of the planet Vulcan. <gasps> which got destroyed in that first movie. Yep. And, yeah, that's where I'd have my rant about... I'm not sure why they're surprised that he got through... ...because he still has a ring even though there's nothing emotional tied to it. Uh, but it, it's, it's sort of dumb stuff. So, the first time that they stopped Necron, it was with Kyle Rayner... ...the best human Green Lantern, who can use all the emotional color things... What? But better than Guy Gardner. Yeah. Everyone's favorite I Greg love Lantern? Guy Gardner. Yeah, but he's Greg not Gardner. the best human Green Lantern. Better than Hal Jordan, everyone's favorite Hal Jordan? Remember that time Hal Jordan was in that great Greg Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, this time Necron just killed Kyle Rayner first. And there are also no power batteries to charge because they were blown up, so they have to rely on Saint Walker to be able to power them. And it's pretty much a no-win scenario. And you know who loves no-win scenarios? Captain Kirk? Yeah. Oh, man. So, back on Romulus, Larflees is like, I am the captain now. And it's not how he says it. I am the captain now. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. You haven't even seen that movie. All of my friends make that line, And none of them have seen it. Only I saw it, and it was bad. Hoist up the John D. sails. All I learned was it was a movie about a captain who was incompetent at his job and deserved to be kidnapped because he didn't follow proper procedures called Don't Go Into These Waters Because There Are Fucking Pirates There. Yep. And he was a bad negotiator. If you have their captain and they have you, Lord knows you should be able to do an even trade, not somehow they get back their captain and you don't go back to your side. Yeah, fucking Tom Hanks. Learn how to negotiate better. So, Decius tries to make the Constructs attack, but Larfleeze has total control over them. Bones goes to check on Scotty, but not Keenseer. Nope. Poor Keenseer. You know who he was played by in the movie? No. Deep Roy. Oh, nice. And Deep Roy was so happy, especially when he, like, originally he wasn't going to show up at the end of the first movie, joining Scotty on uh, the Enterprise, Mm -hmm. and, and then... It was a surprise that J.J. Abrams brought him back. He was like, yeah, we have one more scene to shoot. And he was like, I get to wear a costume. And he was so excited about that. Deep Roy was also in the movie Going Bananas. (laughs) Do you know about that movie? No. It's a uh, movie with Dom DeLuise and Deep Roy plays a talking monkey. And Sounds uh, great. It's horrible. It's horrible. It's a canon movie. Uh, uh, movie Fighters did an episode about it. And so Nice. Yes. No no Bonzo voice here. So meanwhile, Scotty has been working on his own lantern rings. Uhura turns down the offer to learn how to use her ring before they end up hearing that Starbase is under attack. So Hal ends up leading the way. Sinestra and Chang have shown up with a fleet of warbirds to face down Atrocitus and Glokon before the Enterprise team appears. When the Enterprise tries to attack Sinestro, he ends up using his fear powers to knock them all out with their greatest fears, so Hal has to take command of the ship. Meanwhile, all the dead Vulcans on the planet Vulcan, which has been reformed, are starting to rise. Can we talk about for a second about the art? Damn. Everyone's scared faces in that scene. Shit, are they priceless. (laughs) (laughs) Which one is your favorite one? I actually kind of really love Kirk's. The way he's kind of looking up also, too. He looks more surprised <laughs> than anything. Man. Oh, no! Sula looks depressed. Yeah. Uh, Spock just looks angry. Chekhov looks like he's on the Home Alone poster. Yes. Uh, if we're talking for scared, I would say definitely Chekhov is the one who looks the most actually terrified. but uh, I don't know. I'd say that Scotty does. Like, Scotty looks like he's just seen a bunch of snakes, and the snakes are bursting open, and there's, like, scorpions crawling out of them. Fair enough. We've all had that dream, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Luke, we've all had that dream. (laughs) (laughs) And so Hal calls out for help, and so Uhura shows up, using the power of love to override the power of fear, and she's able to awaken the other crew members, while Bones is still trying to keep St. Walker alive. Outside, DC and Larflees appear with a fleet of Orange Lantern constructs to try and fight as the three enemy parties fight. Until Sinester's like, Hey, you know, we all really hate Hal Jordan. We should just kill Hal Jordan. And that's when Hal shows up. And he's like, "Ah, uh, no, I, I know you guys really want to kill me, but we've got Necron. And Sinester's like, No, no, that's, that's dumb. Your stupid joke worked last time, fool. <laughs> yeah. And... Luckily for Hal Jordan, that's when Guy Gardner, John Stewart, and Kellogg show up. And the. What? Inter- John Stewart? Member of The Daily Show? Or I guess former host of The Daily Show. Yeah, we can't make that joke anymore. But, well, we can. For right now and this week only, he is on uh, The Late Show of Stephen Colbert. Yeah, but not The Daily Show. Whatever. <laughs> and The Enterprise is, meanwhile, unable to destroy the fleet. And that's when they're like, oh. Uh, the planet of Vulcan is back. That's not good. And so, Sinestro ends up allowing the Green Lanterns to capture him, as they have to deal with Necron and Vulcan, and that's when Scotty and Kinsear appears, Which, that was a little bit of a little flip-flop there. It's like, you just very easily was like, oh, okay, now I'll deal with your Necron problem. mm mm-hmm. Not like three pages later. He... And so that's when Scotty and Kinsear appear because they've developed their own version of the Lantern Rings, which they test out on Sulu. Because Scotty was being a dick that day. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't want to kill Kinsear. is the best. It's true. And so the Enterprise crew and the Lanterns teleport back down to Vulcan as Necron and the Black Lantern Vulcans greet them. And luckily for Spock, they can't really feed on him because they feed on emotions and Spock has his emotions on lock. And so he's pretty much just beating the heck out of his uh, like family members, mm-hmm. and uh, Saint Walker appears, which powers up the other members of the team. And meanwhile, Kirk orders Scotty to fire on Necron with the super-powered, supercharged laser, but Necron just brushes it off. And that's when Sinestro shows up to try and beat down Necron himself, while they're trying to find an actual solution. And that actual solution they need is a White Lantern. Well, you skipped over a good part. You do skip over the part where Spock is killing, like, members that he know, but he refuses to kill his mom. And then John Stewart shows up to blast his mother away for Spock. Hmm. Oh Spock thanks him. So, so Sinestro shows up. So, they need a White Lantern, and in that they need a person who's overcome death, who can wield all the rings. So, Kirk has Bones give his ring to Spock, and then Uhura and Chekov's rings go to him as well. As they continue to fight elsewhere in space, Glokon, Shang, and Decius all lose their rings. As Sinestro Which is went, really funny. Yeah. And meanwhile Sinestro is close to being defeated, and that's when the Green Lanterns all charge Spock with their green rings, so none of them have to give up their rings or die. And it allows Which Spock Which I didn't understand, why do they have to die? That, that, yeah, was, that was was yeah. very unclear when they were just like, oh no, one of us might die if we mm. give up a ring. I'm like... Yeah, I don't think it makes sense. But why? Yep. Because it's not like her or Chekhov died. Yep. And so they're able to reform the life entity, which pretty much immediately kills Necron. And then it starts destroying the entire planet of Vulcan because it is made out of death energy. So everyone teleports out. And Spock gets to watch his home planet die again. Were you surprised that Spock was the White Lantern? Yes and no. Yeah, Sam. I totally thought it was going to be Kirk. Well, I think that's what they wanted you to think. Because, let's be real. I understand now, like, after the fact, it's like, oh, Spock mm-hmm. has all those motions, like, on lockdown. That's why he would be the person. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's more of, like,
1: I feel Kirk like Kirk... Kirk doesn't
0: get a ring. Yeah. And, well, it's also, too, and it's also he, like, completely, resi- like, embodies all of those points, too. He's angry a lot. He likes to <laughs> take things for himself. A.K.A. <laughs> okay, the Glory, just kind of a dick. Yep. Yeah, it was like, no, it's like he's still hopeful. Mm-hmm. Listen all of y'all, this is sabotage. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, John Stewart and St. And afterwards, and afterwards, John Stewart and St. Walker end up joining the crew along with Hal Jordan. Guy, Kilowog, and Star Sapphire choose to explore this alternate version of Earth. In the future. The Klingons, Romulans, and Gore are left in disarray because the people who killed their governments are, are dead because they yeah. lost their <laughs> rings in the middle of a vacuum of space. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, Atrocitus, larflies and Sinestro are missing out in space, and Starfleet has started to use the rings that Scotty designed. Meanwhile, the crew discusses... Oh, that was my favorite. It was that picture there of all the red shirts getting rings. I'm like, (laughs) your god still can't save you now, red shirts. Well, red shirt just means they're on the engineering team. Yeah. But the engineering team is always the one who gets sent down with Kirk, who then ends up dying. Not all the time. I can pull up the actual numbers. Yes. But it's still a running joke for a reason, Luke. Yes, yes, I understand. And so the crew discusses what Lantern kirk should have been as they fly off into space with how jordan leading them overall i really enjoyed the series like i had heard horrible things about it and no i mean it was a lot of fun it's exactly what you'd like what i was expecting it to be Mm -hmm. i had not heard the terrible reviews that luke had well i i just remember when i was on the uh stuff podcast someone came in and was like this last issue of green lantern star trek is the worst comic that i've ever read and it's like Oh. oh wow no there are so many worse comics that I knew that guy was reading, so... Yeah, and because, yeah, I disagree, because I... It was exactly what I wanted it to be. Yeah. It was a fun space adventure. And now there are a few other, like, Star Trek crossovers that we could read. Like, Chris Roberson did one with the Legion of Superheroes. Uh, There's the old-school X-Men one. Mm-hmm. And they just did a Planet of the Apes one. Yeah, though, that high's lesson with comics that we normally read whatever planet Apes is great i've seen all those movies yeah now it is time for trials of the multiverse so where are we putting this because currently our list sits at 339 so this will be our 340th comic oh wait we didn't talk universe. about the things that i was surprised by. oh oh yeah was i shocked that kirk and star sapphire did not hook up by the end of the issue yes i don't think there was enough time for that i know but in the 45 minute episodes of star trek kirk always finds time. Yeah, but this was combining two teams so I'm I'm willing to allow it. What else were you surprised by? Mostly just that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and then, like the, and then the fact that Kirk didn't get a ring. Yeah. Especially cuz he does on like every single variant cover for this book. Mhm. And the variants in the back are pretty neat. Like, they do homages to a lot of the old school posters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this was my favorite. Yeah, because it was the Star Trek, the motion picture mm-hmm. one right there. Uh, yeah, where should we put this on our list? I mean, I it's definitely in the top half, maybe top quarter. Yeah. So. It was a fun book. So, we would be looking around the 120 area. I think it's definitely better than World War Two Secret Invasion. So, let's hop mm-hmm. up. Uh, How do you feel about it compared to the sci-fi Fantastic Four slash squirrel A lot better? Yeah. Like, uh, better than Amalgam Universe. Yeah. Uh, Better than Weapon X Angel. A little bit better, yeah. Uh, Better than Weapon X Vision. Yeah, probably put it around there. Um, I would actually put it probably right under Fawcett City. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with it there. So our new number 52 is Earth? Question mark. Green. Lantern. Star. Track. I would be interested to see where they go forward in the series. Is there going to be more? Well, I mean, they sort of leave it open-ended. it's yeah, true. With, like, same logger joining the crew and stuff. Yes. Maybe then that's what we can have Kirk hook up with Star Sapphire. Exactly. Oh, yes, I did love, too, the fact, yeah, we had the great triple issue episode. Yep. The uh, issue. With Green Lantern making a bunch of Construct triples. Mm-hmm. Yep. One yeah. of the Green Lantern. So, uh, one of the other podcasts that I listened to, Journey into Misery, which Kieran has been on the show, and we hope to have him on again sometime soon. They ended up culling the list down to 100 heroes and 100 villains. I think that'd be too hard to do. What do you mean? Like, they're only. They have to put stuff on the list of the top 100. So, like, they cut everything down, and if you're lower than 100, you just get dropped off. Oh, like, off the. this list? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we just go from 100? Yeah. Oh, I think that'd be too hard to do, and I think we'd also have to re-rank a lot of the stuff. I was gonna stuff. say we'd re-rank a lot of them. Yeah, because, like, a lot of the stuff, I think we'd definitely have to do... Do we remember it?
1: Yeah, Because exactly. that was one of the other
0: things, because, uh... Like, uh, Helena, if she could not remember who the characters were, they just got kicked off the list. Oh, and we would have that problem with a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But I, I like how stupid and unwieldy the list is. Yes. So... Uh, yeah, I think that wraps us up for this week. Uh, Multiverse Q is a... And that's boost. also bad, too, because I remember a lot of the really bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but eventually they'd get pushed off, in theory. In theory. Yeah, yeah like, our entire bottom list would consist of the uh, obnoxious, the clown ones just because we hated those so much in the... And then Spidey Baby. Goddamn Spidey Baby. Well, we could always lock something down as the permanent number 100. It's true. But, like, we've got a lot of good stuff under the uh, 100 list. Oh, yeah. Like, immediately, number 101 is Man-Thing Herald of Galactus. Oh, no, and there's a couple things where it's just like, how, how did we let that get so far down? Like what? I forget. We haven't done it for enough time that... Oh yeah, I like specific ones. But. Space Punisher, Fantasy World is really far down. Uh, Doctor Doom, Pediatrician is like in the two hundreds. What's around the three hundred area? Uh, Red's oh, like the fa- Oh, Black Widow, Thor. Like I enjoy Black Widow, Thor, and also I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. If you really hated that one and put it really far down. Yeah, that's the problem with these uh, lists. But uh... well, maybe we can add that as a uh, Patreon bonus. Yeah. And going back and. No, we will never rework the list. We may update <laughs> things if we revisit the story. Or we could even make a second list. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Multiverse HQ is a weekly podcast. We have uh, Patreon if you enjoy the podcast enough to throw some money at us. We also have uh, iTunes and Stitcher where if you enjoy the podcast, please leave us a review. We will happily read it out online. If there are universes you would like to see us cover... You can reach us out several ways, including multiverseq at Gmail, our Twitter, our Facebook, the Tumblr, and MZ. Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Fredofit, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and Luke, where can people find you? You can find me at Coltragon on the Twitter, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Next week, I will be at Wizard World Columbus, where you'll be able to find me at the Legacy Rising booth, where I'll be promoting my new book, and I think I think that about wraps it up. What are we reading for next week, Luke? Uh, Well, we were supposed to read Heroes this week, but that ended up not happening. I just opened up the book. That's because all of a sudden I was like, oh yeah, we could do a tie-in issue- episode. Yeah. And Luke wasn't one to say no to a tie-in episode. Or we could read Heroes, if just for one day. It's true. Next week we'll be covering Suicide Squad Convergence. To tie in with the movie that's also coming out soon. Yeah, and really then really after that we've about. got our countdown to House of M stuff and then House of M and yeah these next few months are going to be cray so I think that wraps us up for now until next week this one's for Hank <laughs>